I don't have a single bullet point typed out for today's episode because honestly, I just want to speak from my heart to all of you. Because mid-October of 2021, I just realized marked the one-year anniversary of the podcast launch. How did this happen? Like, there has been 31 episodes over the past 12 months that I have created. And it was just really cool to reflect upon that because this was once a dream. And I am now living in what was formerly a dream. And that is so cool to me. And I have realized that I am super passionate about podcasting and having these meaningful conversations that build us. And over the past year, through all the great conversations I've been able to have, I've been able to narrow it down to a certain tagline that I want to focus on. And that's, I want to help people build relational wealth. Like, Monetary wealth comes and goes, but relational wealth is absolute gold. Whether it's relationship with God, relationships with family, relationships with friends, dating relationships, like all of it, I want to build a tribe of people that are passionate about building relational wealth because my goodness, it has brought so much profound, unshakable joy to my life. The relationships that I have across the board. And I know that especially coming out of the pandemic, making friendships and, and building any new relationships is a little bit harder than it used to be. It takes a little bit more work because we got into a habit of not needing to, right? And so it's just been so cool to reflect over the past year of all these awesome conversations I've been able to have. And, and hopefully you've enjoyed every single one as well. And before I go any further, I just want to thank you because I cannot believe that thousands of people have downloaded the podcast episode over the past year. I had no idea that anyone would listen at all other than my mom and my best friend. Shout out to mom and Brooke. Um, but seriously, I am so grateful that you bring me along in your own life whether it's putting me in your earbuds, putting the conversations that we have on your car and all of it. I am so thankful for you and how you consistently show up because I want to continue consistently showing up for you as well. Because even if I don't know your name, I consider every single listener a friend um, because you've done this journey with me and it would not be the same without you. I've learned a lot of things about myself and about podcasting over the past year. And one of those things is that, wow, podcasting takes a lot more time than anyone anticipates. And to be candid with you guys, because I know that a lot of people have actually asked me, hey, what does it all entail to do a podcast? So I just want to openly share it here. I mean, if I film an episode, record and film an episode, because I do this on a YouTube channel as well. That account, that is, that's a day right there. I have to schedule block with a guest. And then it takes anywhere from four to six hours to edit the episode afterwards, get all the promo ready, get a reel ready for Instagram, etc. So it has become a labor of love and is absolutely a passion project for me. Um, but I share all of that with you because it's so easy to be in this headspace of, oh man, this is my dream. And once I do it, it's going to snap and that's going to be it. And that's going to be awesome. 
not realizing what's actually consistently going to need to go into making that product, that dream, a reality continuously. And honestly, I don't consider myself a very disciplined person. And if you listen to the episode I did with my friend Jay Lee on this very topic, you heard me admit that. And, you know, I just realized I've consistently (laughs) been disciplined in dropping an episode every two weeks for the past year. And you guys have consistently shown up and I'm so grateful for that. And it's taught me a lot about myself too, because I am capable of being disciplined and listen, you're capable of it too. You got to find something you're passionate about because that's where your discipline will thrive. And over this past year, because I've been doing so much for the podcast uh, and in my previous job, I have realized that I have such a deep love for content creation. I love the creative aspect behind it. I love thinking and dreaming and then seeing it come to life. I mean, just seeing a finished product go out and be shipped, quote unquote, as Seth Godin would say, into the world is super rewarding. And over the past year, I have followed this principle called GETMO, which was actually coined by Pastor Craig Groeschel. It's good enough to move on. Because if I waited for every podcast episode to be perfect, there wouldn't be any podcast episodes. Because this entire time, I've been committed to having unscripted, authentic, genuine conversations. So there should be mistakes because real conversations have, you know, bumps in them along the way. And, and that's just natural. And I want it to be a comfortable environment where you feel like you're in on the conversation too. And so you can't do that if you're going to edit everything out. So it's made me a lot more confident in just being able to put myself out there, even if it doesn't look the best. And even if it's not super polished, because that is me. And because of the conversations I've been able to have, and because you as the audience have brought topics to my attention, which please continue to do, by the way, because I want to make sure I'm bringing these conversations that people wish there were more talks about to the table. Anyways, because I've been able to have those conversations, I've realized how much I just love creating content. And um, there's a couple life updates that I want to share with all of you because you have been along for the ride with me. And uh, I think it was November and December of last year, I dropped a two-part series with my friend Lou Phillips on singleness and how to be content in your singleness, etc. And we had a riveting two-part conversation. And those two episodes have far and away been the most downloaded episodes on the podcast. Uh, and that's so cool to see that something that I thought, you know, I was just feeling at the time was actually resonating with thousands of people. So it was just so cool to get that feedback and know that people were resonating with it and that none of us really are alone and that we're so much better together by having the conversations, even if they're hard, even if they're difficult, challenging, and uncomfortable. It's worth having the conversations. And for those of you that follow me on Instagram at Zoe Asher, then you already know this. But if you don't, then I have a life update. And that's, well, at the time of this recording, I've now been in a relationship for three and a half months. And uh, his name is Jared. He's been amazing. And it's just been a really good experience. I've enjoyed every single second. So super grateful for him. And uh Well, actually, the best part is that he was a listener of Accidentally Intentional 
before we even met. So I guess I date my fans. Uh, no, what, you'll hear the story later because you bet your bottom dollar, his behind is going to be in the accidentally intentional hot seat coming to an episode near you. But here's the thing, right? Is that I had this conversation about singleness and the goal isn't, isn't a relationship with another person as much as having a relationship with God all the way through. Having a relationship with God be the central relationship in your life. Because from that relationship, everything else will flow. And that is the source of joy. He is the source of joy. And he is the source of contentment. Because if we have God, then we have literally everything. Because he is the Prince of Peace. He is our provider And it has been so cool to just lean on God and rely on him and be honestly forced in some ways to trust him more than I ever have before and how he just has consistently showed up and showed off in my life. And so I'm so, I'm just so grateful for all the trials that I've gone through this year because there's definitely been those too. And so I'm sharing all this because along with all these great things, there's, there's things I'm in the middle of too. And because I'm committed to having meaningful conversations, I want to be transparent with you guys. And, and in July of this year, I actually quit my job and it was a really hard decision to make, uh, because of pride. I think is what it came down to. Like, what will people think of me if they heard that I quit my job? And, um, you know, I've found that, and I also know I'm not alone in this, but there's a lot of people out there that just want to do meaningful work and want to feel like they're contributing and bringing value to the table. And, you know, I got to briefly touch on this in an episode I did with my brother Quaid on work-life balance, but we were talking about how I fully believe that we are created in order to work. Like working is what gives us purpose in life. And whenever you feel like you're no longer serving a purpose in your work, man, does it wear on your soul. I mean, it wore on my soul. I can just speak from from personal experience. And and I just want to do work that matters and help people and and have conversations that matter and and live a life on purpose for a purpose. Now I ultimately consider my purpose to be living as a Christ follower and sharing the good news that is his love with everyone around me. Um but when you spend so much time, which is in a job, right, and you feel like you're lacking purpose or or have nothing to do all day. I mean, I've, I've heard conversations with people where they're just like, man, in my job right now, I'm doing nothing and I'm anxious. And it seems a little backwards, right? Because you would think, why are you so anxious when you're doing nothing? But I truly believe it's because we all want to do something that matters and, and do a job that has a purpose. And so I wanted to just be transparent about this and have this conversation because I want us to be able to talk about it more. In fact, I actually read 
that there was a, a study that was released in August by Bankrate, I think, and it revealed that 55% of the American adult workforce plans on switching jobs within the next couple of years. 55%. So that being said, I can tell that I am not alone <laughs> right now. And so that means 55% of the audience may feel this way too. And so here's what I actually want to say is that if you feel like you're reaching burnout in your job or you're just like, I don't know what my purpose is. I want to live a life where I'm passionate about the work that I do. And it doesn't need to be like your job fulfills you, right? I mean, I don't think that's necessarily the goal, but we want to feel like we're not a number, we're a contributor. And um, I want to come alongside you in that journey. Now, I am literally in the same spot. I am currently on the job hunt, which I would love to talk to you if you think I would be a good fit for your company. I'm all ears right now. But really, guys, what I want to to just extend is an invitation for us to walk this road together. And so if you have an Instagram, um, then I'd love if you just DM'd me and say, hey, like, I'm feeling the same way. And I would like to commit to FaceTiming or what figuring out a way to have a video chat with every single one of you and just pray with you over that and just pray that God is able to provide all of us with jobs that serve a purpose and do work that's meaningful and work that matters. And if you don't have an Instagram, but you listen to the podcast, then please email the podcast at accidentallyintentionalpodcast at gmail.com and say the same thing. And I'm, I want to link up with you too. I mean, I want, I want this podcast to stir up conversations, right? If it's just for listening, then I'm doing something wrong. I want us to engage in conversations with one another. And I want you to feel like you are not alone. I have just walked with so many friends through the past couple of years through this exact situation when it comes to work and, and then feeling burnt out and wanting a work-life balance, but feeling like they need to be on call all the time or just a myriad of situations. And I want to hear yours. I want to specifically hear what you're going through now so that you know you're not alone and I want to walk beside you. And I think one of the things that makes it hard for me is because I consider myself such a creative person that I'm typically one of those people that's just like, I'm not built for a normal job. And maybe you feel like me and that makes it super frustrating, right? Because I mean, even conversations I've had with friends where they're like, I don't know what to type in the search bar. I really don't. And, you know, sometimes I become overwhelmed with imposter syndrome as I'm looking for jobs because I'm like, ah, can't do that, can't do that. Instead of just applying and letting the company decide if I'm capable of it. And if you're feeling any of the examples I just shared or one that I didn't even, but just are feeling turmoil at work, or feeling anxiety, or feeling depressed re with regards to work, then you're not alone. And it's also okay that you're feeling that and it's going to get better. And on the flip side of that, I think that almost all of us have witnessed in some respect in the past 18 months that there it's, or else it's become very clear that there is a leadership crisis in America. And I'm super passionate about that because it doesn't have to be that way. And so this is like kind of a call to action too, is if you're a leader in a business or a company or of any sphere, 
I want to challenge you to lean into your employees. You can never encourage an employee enough. You can never affirm them enough. Now that's not to discourage you, but rather encourage you that there is an opportunity is like people need words of affirmation. Your employees need affirmed in what they're doing well right now. They may need special attention to make sure they're able to stay focused and do the best that they can and that it's worth having those conversations with them. Because, you know, I heard this, I heard this, uh, quote one time and it said, people don't quit companies, they quit bosses. And it's like making all of this come together for me that 55% of people want to switch jobs. Well, it's not just because of the job. And what can we leaders in businesses and in companies do to improve the livelihood of our employees? And I'll tell you, it's not just monetary for people. It's not just PTO for people. People want to feel valued respected, and also affirmed in the workplace. And I can share this from personal experience and also being a leader in a company where I didn't do that nearly enough. And it bit me in the butt and I had to learn my lesson the hard way. I just want to see all of us rise to the occasion that is at hand. I mean, obviously the pandemic shook up a lot of things for everybody to some degree. Everyone was impacted and we don't need to keep talking about it, right? (laughs) Because we know this. But what can we do moving forward to create amazing work cultures and have jobs where we feel like we're thriving and we're able to work hard and, and have a goal and have fun and feel like we are serving a purpose that's what I want for all of us. And, and it all has to start with us in order to get there. And so I wanted to just share my heart with you guys. I don't even know if there's necessarily a goal to all this other than to let you know that if you're experiencing anything I've mentioned, hey, you're not alone. And I'm here to be a listening ear um, and pray with you and, and walk alongside you in whatever degree I can while I'm going th- through this journey too. And I think it's important to share about the middle moments because, you know, it's hard to hear about like, oh, this just happened and it's like a bummer. People are like, I don't know what to do with that. Like, I'm so sorry. But then it's a different thing to hear about like, oh, this is a win, right? And I'm the type of person who like my highs are really high. My lows are really low. There's no in between. I'm either zero or a hundred. Ask anybody in my life. But the middle is just important because that's where you get to learn the greatest lessons. And we have the biggest opportunity to lean on God and trust that just as one of my favorite Maverick City songs says, God will work it out. And I'm praying this over a lot of areas in my life right now. And I want to invite you to join me in that prayer as well. Guys, I thank you so much for listening. I hope some of you feel feel seen and feel like you actually are enough. I just want to walk alongside you in it. And I want you to know that I care for you. And I also just need to close by like thanking all of the people who are in my circle in my life and my family because they have walked alongside me through so much this year. Um, and I'm so grateful for it. But I just want to thank the people that have been here since the beginning and are still here um, at the foundation of it being built because you guys are amazing. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for the support, the feedback, and for your love. 
as well because I truly feel I truly feel loved every time I do one of these episodes. And lastly, if you listen to the podcast and you have never reached out to me before, seriously, like reach out to me because whenever you do a podcast, you can only see numbers and you aren't a number. And I want to know who you are and the name and the face behind that number. Um, so I'd love to meet you. I really just wanted this to be like a, hey, let's have a conversation. Let's break the fourth wall um, so that you're not just listening, but we can actually chat um, because I love you and God loves you even more. So, hey, happy one year podiversary to all you accidentally intentional listeners. We did it. To the moon, like Dogecoin, as they say, LOL. Okay, it's time for me to go. Bye guys. I love you.